Hello and welcome to All Roads Tavern. Try our new Kraken Calamari Challenge. If you can eat it all within an hour, it's free. Warning, Krakens are still alive when served. <laughs> I am your host, Eric. We have the Void Ocean crew with us, of course, which consists of... Isaiah. I'm playing Billy Slick, the Grippy Ninja. Uh, this is Will. I'm playing Salt, the Weather Mage. I'm Terrell, and I'm playing Marius, the Catfolk Investigator, and I'd just like to say that steam can, in fact, be heavy, Will. I'm Court, and I'm playing Windagalia. <laughs> and finally, I'm... via hey. satellite phone, no, not really, but... <laughs> From a cave in Afghanistan. Oh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, well, it's warm and dark in here. <laughs> I, I feel he's... safe. I hope he's talking about the cave. <laughs> no. No. Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm playing Teza, the Azamar Monk Cleric. And I'm everybody else. Yes. What's on tap, Will? Uh, what is on tap today is another sake. I have a, a Hanjozo Nigorosake, or Sacred Mist. It is smooth, has just the right small amount of funk that you need out of sake. Um, all sake has a slight bit of funk to it. Okay. Not that kind of fun. It's really good. It's uh, filtered and it's kind of cloudy on the bottom, which I think is always a good sign for sake. And it's been sitting in my fridge for two years, and I finally decided to take it out and drink it. And it was worth it. Cool. All right, so last time we were playing Void Ocean, you guys were nowhere near an ocean. You were in the middle of a large caldera. The jungles of Dewan. You had finally braved through a raptor attack, an encounter with a god, an ancient puzzle room. Yes. Internal okay. party conflict. Internal party conflict and old person nudity. <laughs> oh, God. We we all dang it, I that. did forget about that. That wasn't just old person nudity. That was sticking it to the man with old person nudity. <laughs> that was advanced nudity. Yes. That was the first time. It was an advanced usage of true. old person nudity. And, and wasn't that the first time that uh, yeah. Wendy, Wendy began to love, uh, or at least, well, not, not mildly, at least mildly. It uh, disappeared for but a fleeting moment. Uh, <laughs> receiving hatred. Man, I, really, I really do need to go back and re-listen to that. So you guys had found your way to the lake at the center of the caldera with a giant domed structure in the center. And you guys had set sailing on a lovely swan boat to head out there. Uh, we will pick up the story on your trip between the shoreline and the structure. And we'll start with descriptions. We'll start with Isaiah. Howdy. So uh, I'm a Gripply who is about four feet tall. Uh, my class is a ninja. And what I am currently wearing is a black robe that actually covers the majority of my body, which you can't see that I'm having my gloves and bracers on, etc., and with a vest underneath. But in classic Disney fashion, I am not actually wearing pants, really. I'm just wearing <laughs> long clothes to cover me. So Neither is his character. Well, <laughs> I mean, yes. So anyway... I am a dark green, and I hate people. That is my character. Oh, you got nothing on hate. <laughs> Terrell, please describe your character. Uh, my character is Marius the Catfolk. He is about five and a half feet tall, gray, wearing an outfit of mottled grays. It's his 
standard sneaking around suit and his adventuring gear with his bag that has everything he's ever owned in it. And that's Marius. Court. Windigalia Gangrish is a five foot three ish green skinned monster. <laughs> um, a speed tooth. A speed tooth. Um, <laughs> uh, she is wearing a thick cloak, dark. Any place where there would be skin beyond the cloak is covered in bandages and rags. Well, I was going to say, are you covered in bandages and rags right now? Yes. You're not just disguising yourself. You are still wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. It's uh, more of a precaution than anything. I thought you had she had stopped doing that because you're in the middle of a forest with no one else in sight. No, not really. Okay. Um, she doesn't trust us. Or at least not not bundled up because it's incredibly humid and hot. Yeah, she's not like... I thought you had to have this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's I what I was talking about. I forgot about that. Well, okay. She looks like a she look like a like a man. <laughs> she look like a man. She could. <laughs> My parents um, gave you that hat. You better remember it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure right now she looks like a normal human, I guess. Okay. But normally she uh, is a uh, a green-skinned tiefling with feathers for hair, horns that wrap around her head and raptor legs. And All a right. tail, sharp pointy Nails and tail, yes. Nate, Her. please describe Seiza. Seiza is about 5'8", half-human, half-celestial. She has dark, kind of caramelish colored skin, gold hair, and a tall, poofy mohawk, uh, gold eyes, uh, athletic build. She wears a loose-fitting tunic and high-water pants. Sleeves are ripped off. Oh, also sandals, of course. Uh, sleeves are ripped off, and uh, she has a less than her usual sunny disposition uh, kind of demeanor about her at the moment because she is currently sporting a pair of gauntlets with all kinds of uh, wicked, sharp, metally bits about the knuckles at the other end um, uh, of the, cu- the cuffs where they meet the uh, flesh of her forearm, the skin is all uh, melted and cracked and scarred as if the uh, they were applied to her forearms before the metal was fully finished cooling after being forged. So it looks pretty painful. But Kona did give you a salve that helped ease the pain a little. Yes, a little. I, I imagine it to be kind of like, you know, an Advil or any other kind of painkiller. <laughs> it's like putting it's like aloe on a kind burn. Of, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> degree, like you're still kind of aware of the pain. It's just like kind of further away. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm. Quick description of... Oh, yes, Kona. Kona and Bodica. Mm. Uh, we also have... Uh, there is Bodica, who is also a cat folk. Uh, she is a long-time friend of Marius. She knows the forest better than anyone else, so she is acting as their guide on the way in and out. She looks like an ocelot. She looks like an ocelot more than any other type of cat. She's a lot more slim. She's built for more... She's more lithe than a regular cat folk. She's also wearing gear that looks very earthy, 
kind of made out of wood or leaves or things like that, as opposed to leather and metals. We also have uh, Kona, who is a incredibly old-looking elf, rather emaciated-looking, crazy. She's been homeless for at least 100 years, if not more. And she's kind of literally babbling a lot to herself. <laughs> the last time she had a bath was... Back in 83, when a guy dropped his sewage out the window onto her. Yes. <laughs> wow. And that improved the smell. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. And finally, we have Salt. Salt has dark brown skin, African features, um, curly black beard with ropey dreadlocks pulled back in a ponytail. He wears rustic simple garb, but with an ornate cloak with a a brooch holding it together uh, that has a sort of seagull-like symbol or a pelican or seagull-type symbol on it. Uh, he is bent over using his magical staff, uh, which is an oar as well, uh, rowing along, propelling the, uh, the boat forward. And uh, he is humming, uh, humming a song to himself. At first he is humming, and then it, he begins to break into song. Oh, he warns with the arcs of his thunderous great light. Oh, he warns with the arcs of his thunderous great light. Oh, he warns with the arcs of his thunderous great light. Oh, Luska's not far behind. Those that do go through and find the sea's true light. Those that do go through and find the sea's true light. Those that do go through and find the sea's true light. Old Luska's not far behind. He bides, he hides, but don't give in to fright. The distance she fades as she comes in for the fight. Even I see, you see, we'll have an appetite. Old Luska's not far behind. Those that do go through and find the seas through light. Those that do go through and find the seas through light. Those that do go through and find the seas through light. Old Luska's not far behind. Tendrils breach and crush with a godly might. Tendrils breach and crush with a godly might. Tendrils breach and crush with a godly might. Old Luska's not far behind. Oh, they're slick with sick and leaves you with a blight. Oh, the trump will draw a shiver with a cold and hungry plight. Oh, you knew he chew. It's well within his right. Old Luska's not far behind. Few escape his maw to his gluttonous delight. Few escape his maw to his gluttonous delight. Few escape his maw to his gluttonous delight. Old Luska's not far behind. Those that do go through and find the sea's true light. Those that do go through and find the sea's true light. Those that do go through and find the sea's true light. Old Luska's not far behind. It's about that time that the boat gets up next to the dome structure. Dunk. It just kind of sighs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I made it shorter. There's a lot more repeats. So. <laughs> 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 so 
You I did, figured I wanted, it, we wouldn't want it that long. Marius is concentrating on the temple. <laughs> wow. So the temple before you, like I said, is a dome structure uh, most of the way up. The sides of the dome give away to a kind of covered pavilion with pillars that kind of hold up the top part of it. There is unfortunately no easy way, as far as you guys can see, to get up. And the dome goes for about 20 feet above the surface before it gets to that pavilion. All right, so it's like a 20-foot steep climb here. Yeah, very steep climb on slippery. You see algae on Mm. it and everything. It's mm. not going to be an easy climb to get up there. Hmm. Well, Billius. Yeah, I just want to climb it. <laughs> We're both quite good climbers. We okay. also have a rope for all yeah. you plebs who don't. And grappling hook and <laughs> grappling arrows. <laughs> grappling hooks might be good. Well, How far up did you say it was? It's about a 20-foot climb, but it's at a yeah. steep angle, steep curved angle with lots of algae and everything. Right, but there are like uh, lots of ob- obstacles around it and whatnot. No, it's slick. No, okay, that's the thing. All right, this is slick. Uh, okay. I'm gonna climb that wall because I don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna wait. Was there anything up there to hook a grappling hook to? There are pillars that hold up the ceiling to the, the pavilion. Okay, I'm gonna try tossing the grappling hook up there. Failing that, I'll use my grappling arrow. I took okay twenty four to climb. Okay. Uh, 24. <laughs> 24. All right. Billius. Yes. I'm going to say you could make it up there if you spend a hero point. You know what? I haven't spent a lot of those. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Okay. So you just hop off the boat and just... Yep. No against problem. Against all the algae and everything, and you just start moving up slowly. Do you have a climb speed with any of your magic items or anything? Don't you have a climb speed naturally? I should. Yeah, you do. You have a climb speed of 20. Found it. And with your throw, Marius, you get the grappling hook up, and you see it clink on top, and you pull, and you find a... It seems solid. Give it a good hard yank. Whole temple collapses. (laughs) (laughs) Well, venture over, guys. (laughs) Oh, dang it. Good party. Wait, we need the tentacle thing. Start digging. Yeah. <laughs> Start digging at the bottom of this lake. Start bailing. So <laughs> you two can make it up there. Uh, Slippy's going to make it first. My name is Billius. Billius? Slippy now while you're on this algae. <laughs> I'm not throwing down a rope to help anyone else up now. Well, he, he, he got the grappling hook up. I it's fine. cut it. You guys aren't up there. And then I'll shoot you. <laughs> She'll shoot me, not you. I will too. That's my rope. It'll be a... <laughs> I like that rope. You guys will get up there with a little bit of difficulty, but not too much. Yay. We're heroes. Before you, you see a large pavilion. Unlike any pavilion that you're used to, you guys know that this whole structure used to be at the bottom of the ocean mm-hmm. and was populated by merfolk which means that they were probably using the space more 3D than you would. The pavilion ceiling is about 10 feet high. You see uh, table-like structures that are hanging from the ceiling. You see some on the ground. 
you see open areas that look like they were maybe a little bit more meant for congregating. You do see shells and other things that look like they were modified uh, probably more to be used as like jugs or plates or things like that. Is the the floor like is this area is it sort of like a flat floor or is it like up and down at different parts? This is more concave. Okay, so slopes down. Yeah. Okay. And then the top slopes up, so it's yeah. kind of an ovular shape here. Okay. Cool. So it's like a bigger bowl on top of a smaller bowl? Yes. Okay. An inverted bowl on top of a smaller bowl. There are some tunnels that you can see at the outside edge of the pavilion that go down into the main structure. The tunnels themselves are maybe 10 foot in diameter. They're mostly circular as far as the tunnel shapes go, but there are several of them spaced evenly around the top of the uh, pavilion. Okay. Um, hmm. I think we should fan out, uh, search this, this, this area, um, keep an eye on each other uh, in case anything untoward happens. Can I just roll a perception check? Yeah. <laughs> I lose. 13. Whoa! Daddy 20! Uh, I rolled oh, the best oh, perception oh. ever. 26. Uh, 15. With my roll of 4. What did you get? Nothing worth mentioning. Alright. <laughs> Terrell, what did you get? 24. Well? 26. And Bilius? Yeah, but I got 13. My roll. 13. I'm going to say that Wendy has been distracted this whole time since I've been so quiet. Okay. The real reason is I haven't been practicing her voice today, so I <laughs> can't do it really very well. All right. She talks with that thick Boston Nuclear accent, whistles. Right? Just court. Just say, yeah. moose and squirrel. <laughs> you just got to say moose and squirrel a lot. And nuclear vessels. No, she talks like this now. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, what happened to you? I'm fine. Keep your husky out of it. There is other things to do. See, there you go. Demon, get out of our demon. (laughs) (laughs) That's our demon. (laughs) Time to excise the demon from our demon. Uh, This is complicated. Yeah, wait. What if we excise the wrong one? Okay. All right, so Salt and Marius are looking around a little bit more detailed than anyone else. You see... As I said, you see tableware strewn all about, made from shells or bones or things like that. The tables that are both suspended and erected. Yeah, suspended or standing. Standing. And there are a few dead mermaid corpses lying around. Are they like, are they old corpses? Or they look pretty old. Fresh. Okay. They're, they're like mummified and stuff like that or desiccated. Not mummified. They look like they started to rot in the water kind of a look oh, to them. Oh, so they're all bloated and like uh, the skin's peeling off. Yeah, this is the worst. You. They look like they were fish in a partially drained pond. Ew. Yes. Hey, Kona. What? What did this one say about your mother? Nothing, but she said something about your father. Yeah. I don't know if I want to know. Neither of those even make sense. You have a father? <laughs> Said something about him being a newt. Oh, okay. I'm going to kick that body personally. 
Doesn't matter. I'm used uh, to it. How do we proceed? So, well, it looks like body. The, well, there's <laughs> nothing of interest we have found on this level. So we yeah, have to pick look. up one of those shells. Yeah. Okay. Might be a good idea. Anything Maybe. written on it, inscribed, etched? Any writing anywhere, really? No writing that you can see. There are some etching into the tableware. Looks more like just designs. Motifs. Favoring, favoring designs of the ocean, seaweed. Tentacles. Tentacles. Schoolgirls. Shark faces. Somebody smack Carol. <laughs> no. Thank you. All right. Just decorative stuff, nothing informational. Okay. I still mm. take one. Just okay. Put it in my bag. Okay. All right. So, so what are you going to do? These tunnels. Yes. And you said they were the only ways into the structure. It I'm appears sorry. to be. Did they go down or? Yeah, down into okay. the structure. Straight down. Into the water. Curved. Okay. It looks like it follows the outside wall of the structure. Oh. Oh, okay. But so it, it so we will need not that we can see from here? Not yeah, like not that here? you can see from here. Oh. So we will need probably grappling hooks and, and ropes tied. Does yeah. it sound like there's water? For us water to be able to go up and down. Because there's no stairs anywhere. That's uh, 33. <laughs> Only. <Yeah>. Only. <laughs> so Marius gets down on his hands and knees and his little ear twitches and turns. You're listening at the tunnel. And you can hear a faint lapping of water echoing up from Hey, there. guys, I can hear the ocean in this. <laughs> I hold up a shell and say, I can too. You don't have ears. <laughs> okay. Says Marius. <laughs> he has ear holes. I have, They're not the same. I have listening devices. So what would you guys like to do? Um, use the kismet. Yeah, let's use the kismet. See if it points in a partic- down a particular um, tunnel. It... We'll point to the closest one. So when we move no, it around, they it probably to all that. go to the same spot. Yeah. It would In make general. Sense. It would make sense. Well, let's tie up that rope and uh, let's go down. Yeah, tie it to the sturdiest pillar in a way that is not easily seen from either above or the shore. What? <laughs> if someone, if, say, a big freaking eye in the sky were directly overhead... It wouldn't see the rope well, there, tied to one of the tunnels. There's a ceiling. Oh, uh, yeah. You mean the uh, the scrying? Scrying. Yes. yes. It would. It would see us and sixty feet around us, no matter where we are. So, okay. If you don't want them to see the grappling hook, we'd have to move away from it. If you didn't want an outside observer, who was just on the shoreline to not see it, your best choice would be to tie it to a standing table. Yeah. Because those are part of the pavilion. They're not movable unless you break it they're not yeah. from ikea or I'd, I'd, mm. I'd be more worried about a second party of buttholes coming along and cutting the rope but i don't think that's likely mm. yeah especially if they don't know we're here right now yeah exactly but it's those other buttholes man <laughs> 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 those darn kids well i'm gonna tie that knot really really tight using my sailor skill which i never oh. use using knowledge bondage <laughs> also that 21 21. I hope Seems we never, like a pretty solid knot. I hope yeah. we never have to use knowledge bondage. <laughs> Kona has all the rights in that. It's the Wait, wrong, I hate you. wrong game. You it would either be in that tight leather corset. Or sailor what? or escape artist. Right? Why do you yes, do that? <laughs> <I do. sighs> so you've got a nice tied rope there. Okay. And I've got plenty. Did you pull up the one that led down to the boat? Yes. 
Okay. Is the swan boat still there? It lasts. Uh, I need. I'll look up how long that. I think okay. it's not going to be there for very long. Six Under. days per level. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was it a spell you cast or an item? It's an item. Oh, Mad it's probably like six or twelve hours. <laughs> I mean, those they don't usually go in like lesser weird increments. Than so, Kona is going to look down there, and say, "I'll keep watch up here." <laughs> Why? Because it's dark and scary down there. She'll just get in the way. It's fine. Yep. Okay. <laughs> but I might have some things to help you. <gasps> oh, no. Let's see here. She pulls off She pulls off her bag of holding and sets it down. Oh, it lasts for one day. <laughs> oh, oh, so yeah. it'll be there for the whole time. All right, six, let's start shooting six, at it. 6, 12, or it. 24 hours. <laughs> um, okay. you, you could probably get rid of it before that, right? Or does it not let you? Uh, I don't. There's no. It's a one that, use. It's, yeah, it's a oh. one use item. Then we can just sink it. Yeah. Well, no, no. Let's just get done here before yeah, 24 let's try hours. To be quick. And, yeah, we don't have to swim back. Oh, but I'm good at swimming. <laughs> you can swim back. You could swim back. Thank you. Without the boat. Thanks. So Kona puts down her bag and she starts to rifle through it. Kona pulls out a, a bottle. Screw, uh, it has a stopper in the top of it and she sets it down. Uh, looks like a kind of a brushed steel kind of container. She also pulls out a container that looks like a ointment jar. So kind of, uh, it's a cylinder, but it's short and wide. So it's easy to get your hand in there. Like Mm. a, like a bamboo jar. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She pulls out four sun rods and sets them down. Those are actually pretty useful. I have night vision. She pulls out two potion bottles and sets them down. Good Anytime somebody's giving you stuff, you should. What if it's like we, did, we didn't know she was going to give us stuff? <laughs> That's true. What if it's yeah. guff? Do we have to write that down? I thought you had it written down. All right, I'm ready. What do you got? So it was a lotion thing. Uh, or ointment. There's a decanter, a brush steel decanter. Oh, Will, do you want to write it that? Down? I'm writing it down. Okay. Can. What did you get on your roll, Terrell? You got a five. Five? Five. Okay. Then you have the small bamboo lotion container. Yeah, the, the ointment slash lotion. Yeah, okay. Got that. You have four sun rods. Sun rods. Two potions. Two potions. Pulls out a wand as well and sets it down. Hmm. Oh, right. you know, I actually didn't think about that when I was writing up that list. We will replace that wand with another potion. Did you have all that stuff in there the whole time? <laughs> I've had a lot of stuff in here all Although, the time. What else you got in there? Uh, I don't know. I just kind of put my hand in there, and when I feel something, I pull it out. That's pretty neat. Not touching that one. <laughs> so with our magic people, when you look over the items, the decanter is a decanter of air bubble. Oh, that's useful. Oh, yeah. Inside of it is basically a bubbles stick. So you pull it out, you go, and then a bubble comes out, and you can pop it over your head or other things, and it'll serve you until it is popped. Cool. Now, how many like can you make? From what you're able to see with how much is in there, which isn't a whole lot, it probably has about nine uses to it. Mm, nice. How long does it last? Until it's popped. Oh, I wasn't listening. Yay for me. You could put it on your thunder wand. 
You also so find it shoot bubbles at the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does now. <laughs> All right. So Actually, that's what the decanter is. One use can go around your gun, mm-hmm. which would then give it oxygen so that it can combust and shoot. Yeah. Even while underwater. And keep yeah. your powder dry. Yes. Yeah. Said the, said the player, not the character. <laughs> Effectively the spell dry load. Yes. Said the player, not the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to invent that spell. So the solve is a solve of freedom of movement, but it's a more limited use than you would be than normal. It has five applications. Each application is enough for a single limb. So if you put it on your right arm, let's say, and you wield a sword with that right arm, you will get freedom of movement when swinging that arm around. So even while you're underwater, you would not take any penalties for attacking. Mm. Hmm, okay. Hmm. Or if you put that around your legs, which count as one limb? Nope, two. That would count as two limbs. You would then be able to swim better. Freedom of movement. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Sunrods, alchemical version of a glow stick, lasts for six hours. The potions are potions of cure mod, 2d8 plus 10, and a potion of invisibility to animals. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's very specific. Yes. All right. Uh, I guess I pop one of the uh, sunrods right away, and I toss it down. One of the tunnel we're going to go down, so I can see. Wait, can you tie it to the rope? Before you do that, on. I have a supply of moon rods too. Oh, you should also tie it to the rope we so can, we don't. We can pick rods. it up when we get down there. It's not. Yeah, yeah. they're they're they last for six hours. Yeah, oh. like the moon versus the sun. Oh, oh, new moon, meat or full moon? New well, moon. quarter moon. I won't. Uh, is it waxing or waning? He doesn't see very well in the dark, so he wants a sun rod. Yeah, Fine. makes sense. I I think. Well, isn't I want to be a giant glowing target. Well, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Will, your character is the one who sees in the dark the least. So yeah, I have no dark. Yeah, vision. exactly. So I would I naturally do. throw out. I think a, everyone else has. Dark everyone vision. has dark vision. <laughs> I have low light yep. vision or low oh, light. Okay. Salt tosses a sunrod down into the tunnel. It skids and clatters off the inner curvature of the tunnel. It goes out of sight a little bit uh, before you hear a splash. You do oh. see a faint glow. That is slowly retreating. Slowly retreating. So we hear a splash. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Goes into the water and then keeps going. Yeah, you just hear Wendigali go, Ugh. <laughs> hey, I'm not happy about this either. I'm fine. Time yeah, to you, go you, for a swim, yeah, everybody. You two, you two first. <laughs> Pointing at Bilius and Salt, the sea peoples, sea or people. water peoples, the water tribe. Everything was fine until the Water Nation attacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, water nation that, got that angry that's, Water Nation. Ooh. That's just Fire Nation propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I'm going to take hold of the rope and climb down into the water. See, what, right. see what happens. I will climb down after him. You get I'll go along. Oh, okay. so you three go down there. It goes down for about 20 feet, so about the same level that the lake is on the outside the lake outside was fresh water while the water inside of here seems to be salt water Ugh. yeah yucky can we see the glow rod or something so it's still going down yep can it's yeah slowly so is, is okay so is the the water like it's deep here like we yeah. we would have to swim in here okay 
Good thing we got bubbles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but it's very splashy and echoey where you guys are right now. We need bubbles. Who has a potion? I think uh, Salt has everything right now because he's wrote it down. Yes. So give me a bubble. So I twist the cap. A little stick comes out. And then I blow into it. So this this isn't really a canter. This is just a brightly colored And like one bottle. big bubble floats towards your head and goes bloop. And then I smell your breath and only your breath. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, we were salty. What would you have for lunch? Fish. <laughs> I distribute those to everyone. Oh. Well, so far only three people are down there. Yes, no, so the three of us, including you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go do, for... Do you call up for everyone to come down? Do you guys want to come down? <laughs> no. I don't think Wendy wants to go anywhere right now, but... Uh, <laughs> Bodica's a little hesitant about going down as well. Wendy, yeah. Wendy does want to expedite things, so... I don't know. Um, you call down. So up. if Bodica wants to stay, we could try to keep the rope... Like, going down, we could, like, tie more rope on. And if something's bad's going on, we could tug on the rope, and then we all grab the rope so we can try to start, like, falling yeah, back up. Yeah, yeah. have got go. a lot of rope. Makes sense. Wendy will shimmy down. Okay. Two bubbles. Yep. She will cast a spell upon herself. <gasps> a magical spell called Touch of the Sea. Oh, yeah, I had Makes my too. fingers and feet flippery and gives me a swim speed. Oh, Nice. Does it give you the ability to and a, and a plus eight bonus? No. No? Okay. <laughs> what do you think this is? Magic? <laughs> well, since you said a magic yeah. spell of magic. Yes. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go underwater for a bit and just roll a perception check. Why don't I know how to make a potion that does that? You can. I got a 28-man perception, by the way. Okay. Oh, good idea. There's a tunnel. <laughs> That continues. You see so much tunnel, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it goes up, and it goes down. It and go- down, it's full of water. Mm-hmm. So I went under the water. and How I far s- are you going? I am go about just a safe distance to where I'm... Tell me what a safe distance is. All right, I'll say 20 feet. 20 feet? The Kraken eats you. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> right, you swim down about another 20 feet, and you... I think you see another tunnel that branches off. Oh, man. Gotcha. Or it continues to go straight as well. Okay. I will also cast Touch of the Sea so I can swim faster. Okay. Oh, boy. And it's basically so you don't have to roll to move. Yes. <laughs> so, Well, Marius. I can take a 10, actually, naturally. Oh, cool. I think with you are... My, with my the... aquatic cummerbund. Ah. Marius, I believe you are the only PC who hasn't gone down yet. Yeah. Um, I'm tinkering with alchemy. Okay. Marius is tinkering. There's no litter boxes to be found, though. Yeah. So what kind of <laughs> what kind of penalty would I take? Uh, to craft something outside of what you normally have. Yes. I believe it's like a negative four. Then that's a 26. Okay, I'm pretty sure that makes it. It's only a level one spell. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, touch of the sea. Not water breathing, because... Touch of the sea is only for swimming. Yes. You don't have, have another one of those, do you? <laughs> well, I could make another one, right? Do I have to roll for each one? I'll let you use that for both of them. Okay. Just or just three of them. Some kind of you are using augmentation that. except for Susan. Eric, I have a question. Yes. 
I'm looking at the spell Air Bubble. Yes. And it says its duration is one minute per level. Yep. So do we know how many minutes these bubbles will last? Until they pop. Oh. Oh, lovely. So they'll either by puncture or when. they stop. Okay. You, you have to puncture it. Oh, these have to be um, punctured. Forcefully. Okay. Uh, gotcha. For so, your, these are, so these are superior. For, for, for the spell. For the gone. Mm-hmm. The gone. The thunder wand. Uh-huh. It will work and it will not puncture it because you can have the barrel slightly out and it's magic so the effects still work properly. Okay. Uh, you do get like minus two per five feet that it yeah. shoots out. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well. Well, it is a touch attack, so I don't know. Just jam it into someone's ribs. Yeah, pretty much. And pull. Yeah. But until you, until it is popped, something attacking you pops it specifically, so something would need intelligence and malice towards you. Or when you guys leave, you're not really going to have a place to store these. So eventually you're, it's going to pop one way or another. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess I'll make uh, three of those potions. Okay. Who are you giving those to? Um, well... Did Bodica want one? Unless you, she? unless you press her, she is being very much a cat against water. So she'll stay up here? No, That's the, her the, preference, unless you push keeping her. Keeping her up there to help anyone who's dying and holding onto the rope. Instead of just Kona? Yeah. Would be helpful. <laughs> okay. Then I'm only making two. Well, you can give me one. Oh, right. You didn't have one. Yep. Fine. I mean, I'm scouting ahead to make sure you're okay. Or to get all the good stuff. Maybe. Well, Touch of the Sea only lasts one minute per level also, so. Mm. Still. Okay, so like I said, we should hoof it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's or in this case, flipper it. <laughs> Shut up, Will. Yeah. I might have trouble shooting with flipper fingers. Yes. That's its own minus two. So you all start to swim down them? Yeah. All right. Can we communicate verbally? It's muffled. Okay. <laughs> we just have to push our bubbles against each other. And talk <laughs> that would help. Talk really loudly. That would help, and then you slowly pull them apart so they become two bubbles again. Sure. I can what? for free <laughs> cast message to all of you. No, that doesn't help true. you guys <laughs> talking to me. I would no, no, just like hear him singing his shanties. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that, Nate? I said I like to be pushing the bubbles together to think it looks like they're kissing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's let the kismet swim around in here. Oh man! Why uh, not? In salt water. <laughs> in salt water when it's a freshwater oh. fish. That's a great idea. Okay, that's a good. That's a good yeah, idea. it's staying up there with Bodica. <laughs> uh, in uh, safe in its bowl. Uh, you're leaving we, that up top. We should maybe uh, carry it with us because there is a division in front of us. Uh, oh, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Seal its bowl. Whole division. A whole division. It's not just between. Uh, um. Well, hey, Will. I guess yeah. You and I, we can talk to each other pretty easily. Oh, because we will have yeah, a message. message. Yeah. <laughs> we have to remember, though, to talk in like short, simple sentences. Oh, that's true. Because message, messages, it's an action to cast it. So it's like. I like the. Uh, well, it lasts 10 minutes per level. Oh, I, really? Yeah. Oh, then never mind. All right. Anyways, so you all start to swim downwards. And yes, after about another 30 feet below surface, there is a branch off of the hallway. One goes. One continues down along the wall of the main structure. The other one goes towards the center. Kismet. Monsters always in the center of the maze. Yeah, let's go center. Yeah. <clears throat> Might as well. Oh, we want to find the monster. Okay. We don't have a lot of time, so we should really hurry. Just yeah. go. 
like like if we go to center, there's nothing there. Okay, fine. We'll just go back up, rest for a second, then go the other way. Should we carry it one of the moon rods with us? And like we have as two, a group? we have two sun rods, so yeah, yeah. Whoever's in front should tie one to their their belt. Oh, um, the sun rod. Uh, from what you can see, it looks like it possibly went into the inner chamber. Uh, the center. Yeah, the center, because of how it slopes down, okay. and with the fact that it goes inwards. All right. It would just kind of go along the wall, then fall into that tunnel, and then start going down that tunnel. That makes sense. And did you say that um, the branch of the tunnel, how far away from the top was it? Was it 30 feet down. Okay. Uh, well, at that... At the branch that we just went down, I tie a moon rod to the rope. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we're going to follow the, the sun rod then. Okay. I also activate the moon rod. So you guys swim towards the inner part of the structure. The tunnel that branches off this one doesn't go for too long before it opens into a much larger chamber, which uh, from the... From the light the sun rod is giving off, looks to be a cathedral of some type. There is a large sculpture hanging from the ceiling that looks like a three-headed shark with eight tendrils that kind of snake out along the, the roof, the dome of the structure, and kind of go out in this intricate pattern. The three heads look down upon you very judgingly. We're going to have to fight a sci-fi channel monster. I, it's I, a sharktopus! <laughs> Essentially. I shudder and, and say, um, by the vast, Mother Leatherback protect us. Mother uh, Leatherback. Yes. Knowledge religion, uh, is this a thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good thing to check. Give me a roll. <laughs> This uh, is a thing. Yeah, well, I don't know anything. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> but they know oral his like oral stories and oral history because it's not written down at least by right. by my people. Do you have a knowledge history, Nate? Uh, no, just religion. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say that you don't know what this is precisely. It definitely has uh, the the design of this area definitely reminds you of cathedral of a cathedral and the structure on top definitely would be their object of worship uh their island god as you might put it right but uh the shark the shark to you mean is the island god yes is what you would refer to as an island god what okay, cool. someone else's island now bitch <laughs> jeez Whoa, hostile. Okay, do we yeah. see this? Do we see the, like, the, what is it? The ivory or ebony tentacle? What is you it? Do not pearl see. tentacle. Pearl tentacle, thank you. Yes. Uh, you do not see that in here, no. You do see strands of oh, has, woven is, cloth. Is the, the sun rod in here? Yes. Okay, I would be holding it. I would have fetched it and started holding okay. it. Okay, it is at the center, which means that you are directly below the sculpture. Oh, God. Uh, are the rest of you going with salt or? I'm keeping an One, two, eye three, on that sculpture. It. Just watching it <laughs> very. Uh, I'll follow perception to try carefully. and like see where a good spot to store a pearl thing would be. Okay. 
Can I also do that? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I would have a 20. 24. 20, 24. I'm going to listen for anything else in here, any other movement of anything. 25. 25. Math is what I get. Uh, uh, 20. Okay. And Salt, are you doing anything? I'm for? looking straight up. Look, I, I assume that it's probably part of the, the, the architecture of the statue. So I'm looking around in the immediate area that I'm in. I got a 15. 15. All right. So, Will, you're looking up, and there, the water kind of flows gently, and it's kind of mesmerizing uh, because it kind of looks like it's alive to you with mm. how the water kind of ripples against your bubble and everything and the shadows playing off of the sun rod that you're uh. holding and everything. Uh, the rest of you kind of look around. There's seeding that goes on the convex and concave part of the structure. It's, again, like a large ovular disc with the statue in the center. There are more holes all around that you can see that you guess were more the other tunnels that led down from the pavilion. And then the rest of you notice, while Will is way too distracted, that it looks like there is a hatch sort of thing right below him. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and you also notice some more dead mermaid bodies just kind of floating around in this area. And we have these bubbles. <laughs> and we are actually going to call the episode there. Oh, no. <laughs> I want to take a sip to your left there, Salty. Uh, bye. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us at... Honestly, don't know. Honestly, DNTKNOW at Twitter. That's for Isaiah. This is uh, Will. You can get, me a hold of, uh, get a hold of me at willzima1 at Twitter and willzima.tumblr.com. Please check out the Google Plus page for All Roads Tavern. I am running it. And the Facebook one. The Facebook one, most eh, that's that's shared between me and Eric. Oh, Redbubble isn't shared by any of us. Redbubble? Yeah. Yeah. The store. We have a Redbubble. Oh, I oh oh, that's right. Stop and judging me, Will. And Red to Redbubble slash Lithmage. I, I hope that's right. I hope that's right. <laughs> Where you can find logos of logos, logos, <laughs> logos Show of all of our merch. series on various types of merchandise. Show merch. Show merch. Terrell. I'm Terrell, and I'm on Twitter, at Captain Twill, C-A-C-N-T-W-I-L. That took forever. Gosh. <laughs> Court? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you on Twitter at Courtlandoon, and on YouTube, and on YouTube at Court Reads Comics. Have fun. You always take longer than me. Shut up. Nate? Shut up. I'm Nathan Luth. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, N-A-T-H-A-N-L-U-E-T-H. And you can follow the show at Lithmage LLC on Twitter or me personally at RolePlayAday on Twitter. You can follow us, as Will said, on Facebook or Google+. You can go to our website, lithmage.com. Please listen, subscribe, rate, comment, and share our episodes on whatever platform you listen to us on whether it be iTunes or Stitcher Google Music or wherever and feel free to check out the new series Clearing My Queue which will be many episodes 
released before this is released. <laughs> so, anyways, so thank you, you all. Pen stuff on the old episodes. Yeah. New. So, thank you all for joining us, and remember that all roads lead to All Roads Tavern. Good night. Good night. All roads lead to the water. And hopefully, all roads don't lead to, to that chamber where I'm about to be put This has been a Lithmage adventure. For more tales, go to lithmage.com. Where we forge the fantastic. But it's very splashy and echoey where you guys are right now. My character holds in all of his farts. Okay. <laughs> Until you're underwater. That's yeah. important. And that's important. Why? <laughs> so you don't hear them. Oh, I'm glad we got that cleared up i'm sure all the listeners are glad too that they know all about your farts i think someone just hear a frog fart (laughs) no it must must have been my imagination softer than a frog's fart (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna go underwater for a bit and just roll a perception check why don't i know how to make a potion that does that you can there is a negative to your crafting check true well, you said you wanted to do a modification to crafting, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. I did say that. So Wendy can make it. She's got the spell. And a lot of alchemy. For those of you Me who too. don't know what I'm talking about, which is most everybody, I'm going to house rule uh, magic item creation a little bit, along with my normal house rule of you can just tell me that you're crafting something and we'll just retroactively have you crafting it up to this point because I don't want you guys to go... Well, looks like we have to go sit here for three weeks while Wendy makes stuff. Uh, assuming I wasn't making something else already. Yeah. Or that there would have been a reason to. I mean, crafting potions would be something yeah. we would logically be doing on top of this thing yeah. after we arrived. But I am also adjusting it so that brew potion is just alchemy. If you have the uh, if you have the class skill of alchemy. You will get the plus three bonus, obviously, for being proficient in it. And you get that for free. If somebody else, a random person, wants to pick it up, then they can just do the regular uh, alchemical stuff or poisons. But you also now only need craft magic item. And that'll take care of wands and scrolls and wondrous items and armor, weapons. All that kind of stuff. All of it's mixed into one. You still have the level requirements needed before you can advance to the next level. But in my head, it doesn't really make sense that, oh, hey, I can put magic into this wand, but for some reason, I'm not able to put it in this larger wand slash staff. That doesn't make sense to me. And and really, if you, if you have a clever, uh, clever player... All you really need is craft wondrous item, and you can make literally anything, anyways. So, yeah. All right. 